We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Raptors Nation? It is Luca here back with another podcast. Hope you're all doing well on this Thursday, February 22nd. Yes, it is the official start of the second half of the NBA season, the final part of the NBA season, as the Raptors will be back in action tonight as they host the Brooklyn Nets at Scotiabank Arena. Dennis Schroeder will be in town and both teams are healthy, so it should be a fun game. But in this pod, we're going to be talking about some of the main topics that happened this past weekend. We're going to be talking about Vince Carter wanting to be remembered for his time with the Raptors. We'll take a look back at Scotty Barnes's All-Star Weekend experience. And finally, Raptors, are they going for the playing tournament? I'll speculate what Darko recently said about that. Before we dive right into today's show, do me a solid, everybody. Hit a like on the video. It helps it a ton. And please subscribe over here on YouTube for more Raptors content. Also, you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. The Raptors Nation podcast coming to you every single Thursday. So you definitely don't want to miss it. So we are going to waste little time and get right into it. And uh, yeah, let's start, guys. Vince Carter had some very interesting things that he recently said he was on run it back and uh, he appeared as a guest discussing him leading the 2024 Naismith Hall of Fame finalist as a first time ballot nominee now Carter was asked by Lou Williams which jersey are you rocking Hall of Fame if you had to choose one Carter didn't even let Williams finish the question before he responded Toronto 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 it has to be It's where it all started. Yes, I had great years in New Jersey, but it started there. So this was music to Raptors fans' ears. This caught some traction online, and people started speculating if Vince Carter's jersey should be the first retired. Obviously, the Raptors have not retired any jersey yet, and you look at Vince Carter, I mean, he not only made a name for himself in Toronto, but he also made a name for the Raptors. 
Vince Carter put the Raptors on the map. And in my opinion, he is the biggest reason why basketball is as popular in Canada today as ever. Vince Carter really set the tone, set the foundation. And really, in the early 2000s, if things didn't go right, and let's just say Vince Carter was never in Toronto and they sucked a ton out of the gate, maybe we would have saw something similar happen to the Toronto Raptors like we saw with the then Vancouver Grizzlies of them moving. So Vince Carter definitely had a huge impact, cultural impact, and really just elevating basketball, not only in the city of Toronto, but the country of Canada. So I know it was an unpleasant end to Vince Carter's tenure, who, by the way, he is my all-time favorite player. He's the reason why I got into basketball and got into my career as a basketball sports journalist. When he We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Left, you know, it, it really hurt a, a lot of people. And it was definitely one of those things that was tough to swallow. But you look back at it now, a lot of people have forgiven Carter for how it ended. I mean, I'm one of those people, again, diehard Carter fan, really, really left a sour taste in my mouth when that whole sequence happened with his departure, how it ended, all that. But, you know, you reflect back on his time here, what he meant to this team. I mean, Vince Carter is the first guy that, that really got the Raptors on the map and got him some nationwide publicity and attention, especially when he went out there and did what he did in the 2000 dunk contest, made a couple of all-star appearances as a member of the Raptors, obviously one rookie of the year. So Vince Carter, I mean, did a lot of great things here. And going back to now the discussion that's being had online about which Raptors jersey should be retired first. I'm without a doubt saying Vince Carter. And look, I know you can make a case for Kyle Lowry, who is the GROAT in many people's eyes, the greatest Raptor of all time. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard is the reason why the Raptors have a championship. There's some other names that pop up. You know, DeMar DeRozan, Chris Bosh, uh, Siakam. But if you talk about the first, I think Vince's jersey goes up first. I, I think... The fan base has had a lot of time to sit with it, you know, forgive Vince for how it ended and also reflect on his importance to this franchise. And, you know, we're going to be coming up on the 30th anniversary of the Raptors being in the NBA. And, you know, with Vince in all likelihood heading to the Hall of Fame, I mean, he should be 
a guarantee once they make the announcements. I think they do it around April. Vince Carter's jersey's got to be the first one up there. And I'm saying that without hesitation over some of the other players that have played for this team. So maybe I'll do a ranking when the time comes. But yes, definitely Vince Carter. He should definitely have his jersey retired first. I love that he was so enthusiastic with his answer because he understands. It's where he got his start and it's where he put this team on the map. So it was kind of like a perfect marriage at the time. And Vince Carter, you got to think, guys, he was one of the best players in the league at that time. Like the Raptors had a true superstar. They had a true top five talent. When you looked at the league back then, you know, you had guys like Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant, Shaq. Vince Carter was a top five player in the league during his early days with the Raptors. So the Raptors obviously, you know, are hoping to have that talent once again and a guy like Scotty Barnes. But you look at Carter, he was the first real superstar that really carried the Raptors. And, you know, he, you look at his career with Toronto, spent seven years with the franchise. Like I said, one rookie of the year in 1999, dunk contest in 2000. And he helped the Raptors clinch their inaugural playoff berth in 2000. And then he led them to a 47-win season in 2001. And then, of course, he helped the Raptors win their first ever playoff series, almost a second playoff series, as you remember, that final shot game seven against the Sixers brings me back to when I was a child. But that shot comes off and the Raptors lose. Who knows what would have happened if the Raptors win that game I mean, they probably find themselves in the finals against the L.A. Lakers at that time. They probably replaced the Philadelphia 76ers path. So really, really awesome stuff. Vince Carter saying what he said. He finished his career third in all-time games played at 1,541. Number 20 when it comes to the league's all-time points scored list at 25,728. And he had stints, obviously, with the Raptors, Nets, Magic, Suns, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Kings, and Hawks. Really established himself as a journeyman and had a long career when it looked like he was going to have a short career with all the injuries he dealt with early on in his career, but ended up having a very long, nice career. So Carter was recently in Toronto when the Raptors had that game on TNT. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And it was all love from the fans. So like I said, I think the fans have forgiven him. He's won a lot of people over with his recent comments on running back. Vince Carter, definitely going to be a Hall of Fame. And he should definitely have his jersey retired first that's right all right let's talk about hopefully another player that will one day have his jersey retired by this Raptors franchise and that is Scotty Barnes his all-star experience is in the books and it was great to see Scotty at the all-star game so I thought it'd be fun just to look back at it I was gonna do something on the weekend but I'm like you know what I'll just fit it into this pod here and you know we'll look at my main takeaways from Barnes being an all-star weekend so let's first start with his viral moments on all-star Saturday night Barnes had the blunder early on in the skills challenge where he dribbled the ball off his leg 
But that wasn't the biggest takeaway from Saturday. It was Barnes when his team were faced with the half-court shot challenge. Barnes did a backward shot that didn't come close. Obviously, Barnes having fun with it, not caring about it. And it went viral. And a lot of people, you know, poking fun at it. I'm just sitting here saying, like, that's Barnes's personality. If you don't see that Scotty Barnes is just having fun and that's his personality like there's something seriously wrong with you because Barnes I mean you see it if you watch him game to game he's very laid back he's got this sort of goofy personality so I thought it was great that he decided to have fun with that spot you know you see the guys Trey and Maxi trying to take it seriously of getting the half court shot Barnes is like let me just have some fun with this and that's what he did so he talked about his goofy personality via Kayla Gray of TSN. And this is what Barnes said, just about his personality. And, and, you know, hopefully people can start to realize, like, this is just his character. It's who he is. And he says, I'm always happy. I'm goofy, you know, a little bit. They call my name. I couldn't help but smile. But even if I try to hide it, just come out. I'm just going to always smile. You see my mom. You're going to see her always smiling. It's just who we are. And that's what who this kid is. I mean, he's very enthusiastic he's very jolly he usually always does have a smile on his face and I mean how can you not like that about Barnes he doesn't take everything seriously and sometimes you need that sometimes obviously you need to be you know locked in ready to go but we've seen kind of both sides to Scotty here but I thought in this environment I mean I was okay with seeing Scotty's goofy side come out and uh, you look at Scotty Barnes I mean he did have a very nice all-star game outing talking about Sunday now Scotty Barnes he looks so happy to be there I mean when they did the player introductions on Sunday before the game like he looked starstruck he looked like a guy who was in awe you could tell like Barnes really really was just taken in the moment and you could just tell on his face that like he was just super super happy to be there cloud nine it was an awesome bit too when the camera was kind of panning around during the national anthem of canada uh oh canada being sung scotty barnes singing along it's funny because the cameraman actually went to scotty barnes first when really the only canadian there was Shay gilgers alexander but barnes i mean right on cue singing along with oh canada so that was great to see and then barnes he had a nice outing. He had 16 points, eight rebounds, three assists, and 18 minutes of action, a steal as well. Can't forget that. And his 16 points were the most by a Raptor at an All-Star game since Kawhi Leonard back in 2019. And here's some quotes he had about his performance. He's like, it was fun. Just went out there, did me, played hard, played together, just did the basics, the things I always do, and it turned out really well. It was fun. And then he talked about his first basket, which was a dunk off a pass from Jalen Brunson. He's like, I got a rebound. I think I took the rebound from someone, passed it up to him, just prayed he passed it back. I got the dunk, first points. It was good. This is per uh, Lindsey Dunn of Sportsnet. So Scotty obviously enjoyed himself, had a great time. And then something else that something else that stood out to me was uh, you know, what Reggie Miller said about Scotty. Obviously, Reggie Miller, Hall of Famer, legend. And uh, he showed a lot of love to Scotty Barnes. And this is what Reggie Miller said to Scotty before he was getting prepared for the All-Star game. He's like, congratulations, man. It's awesome. Enjoy this whole process, man. You'll be here when you're like LeBron in your 20th. I want to see that. Same smile, too. So, man, that, that's great. 
obviously, you know, a, a guy like Reggie Miller, who had an illustrious NBA career, recognizing Scotty for his talents and giving him that comparison or that compliment of, I hope you, you know, you're going to be here too. Just like Le- with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Braun, 20 years from now, so that, that that's awesome. And that just tells you that, you know, people are starting to recognize uh, Scotty Barnes's skill set and, and how good of a player he actually is. So. I thought it was great to see that again, it, it was good for Scotty. You know, I've said it many times just to be in that environment around the best players in the NBA, I think is going to do wonders for his NBA career. Just learning from some of the best, how they conduct themselves, how they play the game. Obviously it wasn't a competitive game. I thought the all-star game in itself was really bad, but we'll save that discussion for another time on if they should change the format and all that. But just the whole weekend in itself Barnes being around the type of guys he he was I, I think that's going to do wonders for his career so it's definitely going to be one of many all-star appearances from Scotty Barnes and it was cool to see him in that atmosphere all right guys so I wanted to conclude today's show we'll, we'll keep it relatively quick just because there's the game tonight and tomorrow and obviously there'll be more stuff to talk about that I can include in the post-game vids which by the way I plan on dropping one tonight after the Nets game and then uh the game tomorrow. I wanted to end on this. So this was pretty interesting, I would say. But, you know, obviously a coach is going to say this and he's not going to flat out come out and say, yeah, we're purposely trying to lose games to tank. But I wanted to kind of leave everybody with this because it will be a topic of discussion over the last 27 games. Obviously, the Raptors are not going to get into the top six. We know that. But the play-in, it's still pretty far out. I mean, they are five games out of the play-in tournament with 27 games left. but still technically got a chance for that. As we know, the playing teams are not very good. So it was interesting that Darko Ryakovich said this, according to Ryan Wolstad of the Toronto Sun, Darko said that the Raptors are playing to win, get the experience of the plan, and also he talked about getting better every day. And that is obviously the more attainable goal, as Wolstad went on to say. So you look at this Raptors team, Five games back of that final playing spot, 27 games left on the season. And the other side of it is the Raptors currently have the sixth worst record in the league. And we know if the Raptors do get into the top six of this year's draft, they keep their 2024 first round pick, which is owed to the Spurs, but it is top six protected. And if that's the case of the Raptors keeping their pick, that pick would then go to 2025 for the Spurs. Same implications, top six protected. So, I mean, obviously a coach is going to come out and say that his guy's going to play hard and, you know, he wants to see his team win. But realistically, I don't see the Raptors a part of this playing equation. I do think this team would benefit from having a lottery pick and just kind of the way their season has gone with the trajectory of it all. You know, they are on a three-game losing streak coming into this game, by the way. I don't see the Raptors going on a heater. And that's what it's going to take, right? When you're... Five games back, and you have so much ground to make up with so few games left. 27 isn't a lot of games left. It's going to be 25 after Friday. 
you got to go on a massive run. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Raptors look tonight and tomorrow because if the Raptors kind of come out of the break dropping these games, it's going to be essentially very, very tough. But, you know, if the Raptors maybe come out and they start to rack up some wins, maybe their first three-game winning streak of the season finally, then, you know, you could have that conversation about maybe going for the plane. But right now, just given where this team is at, given what we've seen, player development, you want to develop the, the youth, I don't think that's should be the priority of the Raptors. I think they just got to go out there, you know, attack these games with their best effort, obviously, you know, give us more of the performances we saw against the Indiana Pacers and really just try to have these guys build some continuity with each other. And that's what I'm looking forward to seeing over this final stretch. You know, can Scotty quickly and RJ develop some nice chemistry to close the season out? What's nice about it is, the Raptors, they don't have any injuries. Everybody's healthy, with the lone exception of Marquise Noel. So this is an opportunity for the Raptors to build continuity and finally, you know, play with guys who are going to be here for the next little bit. Because the biggest thing about the first part of the season was there was a major overhaul. Like, half of this roster completely turned over. So it's nice that, you know, these guys now know, okay, nobody's getting traded for the next little bit. We can finish with the same group, maybe build on some good habits. And I am looking for this team to, you know, build some nice momentum that they can carry into next season. But am I expecting this team to go on a run and make the plan? Absolutely not. I don't think they're there yet. I still think they need a lot more room to grow. I'm not saying it can't happen, but, you know, given just how many games are left and how much ground they got to make up, it's going to be awfully tough. So, Obviously, Darko saying all the right things as a head coach. They, they, you know, he's going to want to attack these games, see some nice effort. But realistically, yeah, I'm just seeing this Raptors team play hard. Hopefully, you know, give us some hard-fought performances. If that results in L's, I'm not necessarily upset. And I still do think this team would benefit from a lottery pick, like I just said. I, I think if the Raptors, you know, can get into that top six, keep their pick, it would help having a pick this year because there are some hidden gems. If the Raptors do finish with the sixth pick, as he's projected to be there, and it's a player who I'm a big fan of, and that's uh, Rob Dillingham. So that is a guy who's got you know a very nice game to him. He's been ri rising up mock drafts. So I think the Raptors would benefit from a pick. So I'm not saying they're going to come out and, and purposely tank here, but you know I, I think Darko just kind of covering up with his comments that, you know, the Raptors are going to have a lot more ups and downs to close the season. And that's to be expected. So I think uh, that will be how the season ultimately ends again, 27 games, lot to build on, lot to improve on, lot to see, lot to experiment with still. So we will see how the Raptors close out their year, but yeah. What do you want to see? Do you want to see the Raptors go for the plan or are you good with this team tanking and, you know, trying to lose some more games here and getting into that? Well, they're already in the top six, but trying to maybe potentially get that worst five record. It, it is going to be tough just because I don't see the Blazers uh, doing a whole ton of uh, um, winning of their own. So we'll see how it shakes up, but let me know your thoughts down below. All right, guys, that is going to conclude today's show. Let me know your thoughts. Drop a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. Rate this podcast five out of five on Spotify and Apple iTunes. That is it for me. I'll catch you guys again later tonight after the Raptors-Nets game. Thank you so much for watching. This is Lucas signing off. Until next time, stay safe.